This episode of the Small Church Media Podcast is sponsored by Hashtag Church. Now, we introduced you guys to Hashtag Church last week, and right now they are in phase two of what is the future of all things church communication. So I want to read you a quick letter from the Hashtag Jot Church founder, Bobby King. It says, are you looking? Are you a church leader looking for ways to connect with your congregation in the digital age? Look no further than Hashtag Church. At Hashtag Church, we understand the unique challenges that churches face in today's world because we've done it and we've been there. That's why we've dedicated ourselves to providing the best resources and support for churches looking to thrive in the digital era. Whether you are in need of a social media strategy, resources for youth ministry, or looking for guidance on all things church, we got you covered. And the best part is we offer all of our resources completely free of charge. That's right, no hidden fees or subscriptions, just pure, genuine support for churches looking to make a difference in the world. If you are looking for media services, we can offer that as well. And me personally, side note, I can't recommend them enough. Phase two of Hashtag Church is launching January 13th, so you can learn more about what Hashtag Church is all about by going to the link in our show notes or going to smallchurch.media forward slash hashtag church. So smallchurch.media forward slash hashtag church. And you'll see that in the coming weeks, their website will be evolving and you will be able to tap into the free resources over there. Well, today we're continuing our conversation with social media and talking about what are the social media trends for 2023. Now, I have read dozens of articles listens to dozens of posts, and this is all what the, um, we're going to call them the gurus this episode. This is what the gurus say are the trends for all things social media and media in general for 2023, and then at the end, I'm going to give you five different tips of how your church can respond to the different media trends. You guys ready to have this conversation? Let's get it. This is the Small Church Media Podcast with Mark Hyde. Well, what is up, everybody? And welcome to episode 74 of the Small Church Media Podcast. Now, we have been having a wonderful conversation all around the idea of social media and what it means for your church. And I figured, you know, we cannot end a conversation all about social media without talking about what is the future of social media. Because here's the deal, all right? So if we are trying to impact our world for Jesus Christ, we have to understand the world that we are living in. And we are living in a social media driven culture. And I can prove this fact to you. And that's if, if, well, this is actually how you prove the fact. If you look at anybody's phone, doesn't matter how old they are. And you say, Hey, what are the top two or three apps that you use outside of like texting and your web browser and your email? Chances are, and I would bet that a hundred percent of people would say some sort of social media platform, whether that's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, LinkedIn, or YouTube, or whatever other app that they use, everybody is using social media. So that brings the question that a lot of marketers and a lot of church communications bring up with the fact of, should our churches be on social media? And the answer to that question is always, yes, we have to be, because that's where all the people are. But man, every time I would hear these talks about, yes, you need to be on social media, you need to be on social media, you need to be on social media, I always struggled because I would say, how do I know if I am being effective at social media? How, how do I know if I'm creating content that actually works in this day and age? How do I make sure that when I create this content, people are actually going to respond to it and that all the effort that I do is not in vain? Because as small churches and small church pastors and small church communicators, whatever title you want to give yourself, you know that you have a 
very, very, very finite amount of time, and you want to make sure you use you. I can't talk again today. <laughs> you want to make sure you use your time effectively because at the end of the day, it's not about making sure that your social media calendar is planned and filled out and orchestrated well. It's about ministering to people. And how can we use social media to reach people in order to impact them with the gospel of Jesus Christ? So today, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the five different social media trends that I see that are going to happen for in, inside of this year, 2023. Now, I said this at the top of the episode, but I literally have, no joke, read dozens of articles, watch a handful of videos, and I try to keep up with the trends as much as I possibly can. And if you go through different trends, you'll see people creating content around 12 different social media t- trends, uh, 30 social media trends. The one trend that you need to do, every single blog that you read is going to have a different headline and different titles because they want you to click the link and read what they have to say. But let's be honest, I don't need to give you 20 different social media trends for 20 2023, but instead, I'm going to give you five different social media trends that I can pretty much guarantee is going to happen over the course of this next year, and then five tips coming out of those five trends that can that are going to be the straight-up takeaways for you as you continue using social media here in 2023. And I do want to say the uh, social media trend number five is not so much a social media trend as it is a media trend and what that means for our church. So without wasting any time, let's jump in. So the first social media trend for 2023 that we all need to be aware about is vertical Vertical video is officially king. A handful of years ago, I remember when vertical videos first started coming out and they were always being shown on the news stations and it was always like, that that looks awful. Why would anybody ever want to do a vertical video? But as TikTok is becoming bigger and Instagram Reels is becoming bigger and now YouTube Shorts and so many other platforms and people using their phone to engage with content more than just using their phones to contact people or to check news feeds or whatever, but actually interact with video content, vertical video is starting to show up on every single social media platform, including one of the latest adapters to all things, LinkedIn. So what does this mean for your church? You know, Brady Shear created a video here just recently, I would say probably about within the last week, and he was kind of making a joke and a playoff of the fact of, as we as social media managers and content creators have always said, you need to create different type of content for each type of platform because each platform requires a different type of content, whether you're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, doesn't matter. Each of these platforms requires a different type of content to be created for these platforms. But now, vertical video is showing up everywhere, including inside of Google Shorts. Uh, not Google Shorts, but Google, they're called Google Shorts, but inside of Google searches. Uh, recipe bloggers and a lot of other bloggers and uh, podcasters are using vertical video inside of search engines so that when people find their content, they even interact with a vertical video there straight inside of the search console. So you will see that as 2023 grows, yes, you will still see horizontal videos for more, I will say, long form content, but short form content to get people engaged with the content and maybe start to interact with the content to dive into the long form content, vertical video is king. A second social media trend that we're going to see showing up more and more in 2023 is that people are looking for, quote unquote, people just like them. Let's be honest, there's a lot of weird people out there in the world. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just scroll through TikTok a little bit and you will see that. But just like the way it always has been, 
People are looking to connect with people that look and think and act just like them. But as social media is growing more and more and more and more influencers starting to show up, people are now trying to dive into content that looks like just like them and thinks like them and talks like them. And then here's the crazy part, okay? The algorithms then know what type of content people interact with. And in order to keep people more engaged on their platform, they're going to start throwing more and more of that exact same style of content right in front of people's faces. So with it's religious content, or maybe like me, I have actually interacted a lot recently with different home improvement type accounts. Now I see those types of reels showing up 24-7. I see marriage jokes showing up 24-7 because I shared those with my wife. And just like so many other people will say the same thing, whether you're in politics, right-wing or left-wing or religious affiliation or education purposes, the way the algorithms work is they track and see what type of content you interact with. So as you are looking for your type of people, when you start you know, interacting more with different people's types of content, the algorithms say of, oh, this is this person's type of people. Let's keep putting more content in front of their faces, which this now will create a new problem, which is again, not a new problem, but people are calling it a new problem. But for us as Christians, we see the sin nature in the world that we know it's always been an issue, but you will start to see tribalism show up more and more and rearing its ugly head in 2023. And this isn't new. You know, this goes back to way back in the days of the lunchroom days where you would look around the lunchroom and you would instantly be able to know who are the jocks, who are the goths, who are the emos, who are the mean chicks, who are the, the, the popular people, who are the choir people, who are the band geeks, who are the horse people, who are the whatever category of people you want to see. We try to look around and find people to fit in and that validate the type of life that we are living in. And we will see this show up more and more in 2023. And I can guarantee that because of this, even though everyone is crying for unity, we'll actually see disunity more and more because of the tribalism that is creeping in. So the third social media trend that I think we're going to see a lot more in 2023 is there's going to be a massive shift even more from brands to influencers into the point where brands are going to start using influencers to make their brands be more influential. That, that was a mouthful, but <laughs> here's kind of what I mean, okay? So it used to be that brands ran the game on social media because they had the big budgets to do the ad spends. So things like Jeep or Pepsi or Coke or coffee companies or TV companies like Samsung or LG or Apple or Ikea, whatever company you want to do, they would create content and put content out there in droves and droves and droves. However, now the problem is, is people are starting to not interact with brands very much because brands are aren't personal. Brands are static. Brands are buildings and uh, governing boards and C-suites people and big money, and they don't care about anyone else except for themselves. So what we're going to see a lot more is, is brands are going to start to connect with influencers or with people who are content creators to start creating more and more content that is more personal to the user. So when I say there's a shift from brands to influencers and brands using influencers, basically brands are trying to now tear down the four walls of their building to let people know, hey, we are just like you, we're for you, we're all about you, and we want these people to create messages that are amazingly great types of content that you're used to seeing, and then by trusting these people, you now are going to use and trust our brand even more. So you're going to see that there's going to be, now because of this, more of a distrust and a distaste for seeing big branded type things where people are starting to look at institutions and go, we're not about institutions, we're about individuals 
individuality. And so because of that, institutions and brands and businesses are going to start leaning into individuals more than leaning into their own pocketbooks and account. And you might already kind of, if your brain is thinking about if I'm using the word institution and building and what that means for the church, we'll talk about more about what that means here in a little bit. But let's continue with social media trends. So the first one was video, well, vertical video is king. The second is people are now looking for people just like them and the algorithms are playing even harder into it, which is going to result in tribalism. There's going to be a shift from not trusting big box store brands and leading into more of just the individuals and solo people and the influencers. And then number four, the fourth social media trend that we're going to see in this upcoming year is people will expect customer service to happen over social media in chat. No questions asked because my generation, you can blame us for this. We hate picking up the phone and we use social media. So we expect you to use social media. You know, I have a client and basically her entire um, brand is around the idea of how can you travel all around the world and see sand and see beaches and fun places, but save money while doing it. But one of the biggest things that she pushes is whenever you fly, always fly Southwest because if any minor inconvenience happens to you, you can use social media to tweet at Southwest or use Facebook Messenger or Instagram DM and Southwest is more likely to interact with you over there. And Southwest knows that the better customer service they get, the more people talk about them online, the more people are going to trust and use their airlines instead of Delta or America Airlines or whatever. And Southwest has known or figured out, I would say probably about four or five years ago, the power of social media to talk directly with their customers. And as we see this trend continue in so many other different facets, people are now going to start expecting customer service to happen over social media, not in support tickets, not in phone calls, calls, not in emails, but literally a direct message to a very specific. Now, companies might say, if you want to get in touch with our customer service, here's the Facebook profile, or here's the Twitter handle that you need to use to talk with us. But people are going to expect, and you're going to see that brands and services and companies are start are starting going to, are going to start using social media to handle all different types of inquiries from their customers, provide great customer service through social media in chat. Now, the fifth social media trend actually is not necessarily a social media trend. It's a media trend. But I would say that most articles and videos that I read talked about this one specific thing, which is this is where churches can really shine. And that's the fact that podcast consumption is still growing rapidly, and it won't be slowing down anytime soon. Uh, there's a couple different articles that I was reading, and they were just showing stats from different pod, uh, different podcast hosting platforms like Buzz Sprout and Anchor and Lipson. And basically what the trends were about the amount of podcasts that have started and then the amount of podcasts that are listened to and the amount of episodes that are listened to and the trend between 2019 and right now has spiked exponentially. And the thing about podcasts that is actually different than all other sorts or other types of media is that we have studies that show that most people who listen to podcasts actually are people who crave learning. In fact, I have an article right here from explodingtopics.com forward slash blog forward slash podcasting trends. I'll put it in the show notes and it says that studies show that those who listen to podcasts crave learning. Research shows that podcast audiences are young, 
educated, and affluent. Three demographic features that many advertisers crave. The largest and fastest age or age group of listeners is between the ages of 12 and 34 years old. And 61% of regular listeners in the U.S. have a four-year college degree, postgraduate degree, or advanced degree. In general, podcast listeners in the U.S. are 20 times more likely to have attended college compared to the general population. And knowing that, it should come to no surprise that many podcast listeners want to use podcasts as the way to learn, stay informed, and gain inspiration. And in fact, there's another article on the same website, just, you know, exploding topics forward slash blogs forward slash social media trend says that in 2021, 41% of Americans over the age of 12 listen to at least one podcast per month. So what does this mean? It means that podcasts are growing and the different type of people that are engaging with podcasts actually want to learn and understand, and hence they are using podcasts to get that understanding. So as we see 2023 continue on, we're going to see that you're going to see more and more and more as vertical video is starting to literally prove itself that it's king, that people are going to start looking for people just like them. The algorithms are going to play into it. Tribalism is going to show up. There's going to be a shift from brand to influencer where brands use influencer influencers to actually give and, and provide a little bit more trust for their company. People expect customer service to happen over social media chat and podcasts are going to grow. And it is probably the best way to a reach the educated audience, but also it's an easy way for you to set yourself apart as a thought leader in your industry. So what does this mean for your church? You know, I already talked about this a little bit ago, but Brady Shear recently talked about this in one of his video reels, but now since vertical video is everywhere, you can create less content for each platform and use the same content across all platforms. It also means that if you want to build an online presence for your church, you need to make your church look less professional, less static, and more personal and more life on life. Dynamic, not Static. And what does this mean? You need to be prepared to show up and speak directly into people's lives in a way where they already can trust you and know that you love and care about them directly through social media. It also means that if you are simply just posting content on social media, without a plan of why you are posting on social media and what you are going to post on social media in order to answer that why question, you will get exhausted and burnt out because you'll see that your quote unquote stats are not in accordance to what you would hope would be considered a successful social media campaign. It also means that you can now use your phone to go quote unquote behind the scenes, of, behind the scenes, behind the scenes of church life to quickly and efficiently show people that you are more than just a building an institution, but you are real people doing real things and trying to impact a real world for Christ. And it also means that if you don't want to grow a social presence, you don't have to. However, if you want to grow your social presence, you need to be prepared to create the right type of content, but then also have a customer service plan in place for your church. So that way, if someone messaged your church on Facebook or Instagram, you are able to give them very, very quick answers. Because if people message somebody on an Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or whatever, they expect an answer within the exact same day and sometimes within the matter of hours. So if you are going to have these social media accounts, you gotta be ready to service them. So that way, if someone does send your church or or your, your uh, student ministry or whatever page that you have a message, you are prepared to answer them precisely precisely and quickly. 
So at this point of the episode, maybe like at other points of other episodes, you might start to feel the idea of actually doing social media well, starting to kind of weigh on you a little bit and make you feel heavy like, man, this is going to take a lot of work for us to do it right. And if you start to feel this type of pain where you're going to have to make sure you do it and do it well... I feel you. <laughs> That's flat out saying, I feel you. So to end this episode, I'm going to give you five really quick tips about how maybe you can keep your head out of the bad clouds of social media and keep it into the right focus of you could do this, you can do social media well and other areas of media that you can do well instead of social media. So here are five quick tips for you in order to make sure that you handle these social media trends well and to make sure you handle social media well. So tip number one is on social media, you do not need to post often. Okay, you don't need to post often, but when you do post, you got to make sure it counts. So when you're putting content out there on social media, make sure it's worthy of being shared and interacted with and commented on and liked and shared to somebody else. But make sure that when you do it, you're not just creating content and shoving content out there just because you have to do it and we're supposed to do it. So we need to do it for exposure. (laughs) No, 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 no. The way vertical video works with Facebook and also with Instagram is your Instagram reels and TikToks and Facebook videos literally have like a two or three week, maybe even up to a month shelf life, which means you don't need to create as much content for your social media. But if you are going to create content for your social media, make sure you make it count. And the best way to do this is if you're going to create a whole bunch of short form videos, literally record five or six videos in one shot. Each video only needs to be a minute to 90 seconds long. And just like that, you post that once a week, you have a whole social media calendar planned out for an entire month. Tap that into also your Sunday morning worship service, live stream on Facebook. You have two pieces of content per week that are ready to go. On Instagram, you have at least one piece of content ready to go. And even though it's not a whole lot, it's at least better, has a better chance of being engaged with than other types of posts. Now, another tip that I can give you, and these tips actually have nothing to do with social media, but it's the fact of make sure your other pieces of media are actually in order. So tip number two is outside of social media, make sure you get your church website in order, okay? Because the whole purpose of social media is to introduce people to your church, and then chances are they're going to go from your Facebook page or Instagram or TikTok over to your website to learn more about their church, because they're going to ask the question of, what's what do you have for me? What's in it for me? How can you serve me? and my family? What is different about your church than anybody else's church? Do you have answers to life's questions already? So if people are going from social media to your website and you're creating really good social media content, but your website's not in order, you don't answer the right questions, it's not beautifully laid out, chances of them going from social media to your church website to walking into your church doors for service plummet. So even if you're going to start posting, 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 there we go, posting more social media content on social media, you got to make sure your website is in order and ready to actually be clickable and interactable, interactable, we're going to make it that word, interactable with people who go there. And if you need help with your website and create a new website for you, that literally is what I do with my web design agency. And you can learn more about that over at markhide, markwithac.com. But the tip number three that I can encourage you guys to do is beyond just making it count when you 
Virginia Post, making sure your website is in order. Make sure your Google business profile is also in order. Make sure you have the updated content there for your service times, that you have updated relevant pictures there on Google business. In fact, Google business now even lets you create an FAQ section where you can just answer the question that people have about your church right there and they never need to leave Google. And the best thing you can do is encourage your church members to leave Google reviews public live Google reviews for your Google business profile. Because as people search for your church, the more your reviews you have, the higher you will actually show up in search results. So I want to make sure that your website is in order, your Google business profile is in order. And when you get those pieces in order, then maybe you should work on your social media game. Tip number four as we move into 2023 is get your sermons into podcast form because as podcasts are growing, you can now take the sermons that you have already created because again, people are craving learning and that's exactly what our sermons are. We're trying to teach people stuff. So get your sermons into podcast forms. Some people will say, oh, we got our YouTube stuff going on. We have it on Vimeo. That's good enough. No, 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 no. You, I believe, need to have an audio version of your sermon. That way people can actually listen and engage with your sermon. Now, I do want to challenge you with this. You can't just throw your sermon out there on Spotify. Well, you have to use a podcast hosting platform, but just get it out there on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and expect people to listen to it. You need to make sure you put a little time into it as well with really good titles, good show notes, making it sound and feel like a podcast with an opening and an exit so that way it introduces what's going on here in this podcast. But if you're already spending 15, 20 hours in research mode for your sermon, then you got to spend a, you know at least an hour presenting your sermon. You might as well use that content for people to actually engage with it later on down the road because sermon media content, especially in podcast version, is evergreen content that lives forever. So I want to encourage you to get your sermons into podcast form. And then tip number five, if you're wondering, okay, what type of media should we start creating for 2023? I'm a firm believer in, yes, get your website in order, get your Google business profile in order, get them sermons online. But even beyond social media, you know me by now. I'm a huge podcast for churches proponent. And if you want to take your church's communication strategy to a whole nother level in a way that creates evergreen content, you could turn these sermon audios, or not sermon, these podcast audios into different types of resources on your church's website and different types of workshops and seminars. I firmly believe that creating a podcast for your church is the best way to make use of your 2023. Because just as I said of what the top five social media trends are, all these different articles that I'm reading included podcasts into social media content. And if podcast consumption is growing and won't be slowing down anytime soon, you might as well lean into that because I can guarantee that your church members are craving to get more knowledge about the scriptures or different topics. People all over your community and all over the world are also craving that exact same learning module in the podcast form. Because as podcasts grow, more and more people are going to be comfortable using podcasts. So why not make a podcast for your church? And if you are new to the podcast, and this is one of your, you know, I would say first episodes or first couple episodes, a little bit ago, we created an entire series here on this podcast about how you can create podcasts for your church. And I'll include a link in the show note where we compiled all of those into one page so you can listen to all five of those literally just on one URL. So that way you can learn how to make a podcast for your church. Because if we're going to continue to speak to today's people in today's culture using today's means and methods, yes, social media is a great way to do it. But I also believe that podcast is another great viable way to do it as well. 
Well, guys, just like always, it was a great week to hang out with you here on the Small Church Media Podcast. Head over to our website and view our free resource library where you could download things like the free downloadable PDF audit to put your website through a very quick audit. Now, I do want to let you know because people have been downloading this a lot recently, which is awesome. It is not a hard-nosed technical audit of your website. It is actually more of a subjective one using other people, using your own eyes, and using, yes, some technical tools to make sure that your website is ready to go for people to view it. You can download that piece of content and so many other resources by going to our website at smallchurch.media. Again, I want to thank our sponsor, Hashtag Church. Go to smallchurch.media forward slash hashtag church, where maybe you're not a small church, but you're a medium-sized church, and you're starting to think of, okay, maybe we need to up our presence with our social media and our sermon graphics and different types of digital media marketing content. For the same price as you would hire a secretary for your church, you can have an entire media department at your disposal. But they're also kicking out hashtag.churches phase two, where they're creating a whole bunch of free content for small churches just like us. So on January 14th, or January 13th, excuse me for that one, which is here just by the end of this week, date of episode launch, version two, phase two of hashtag church will be out. So make sure you go to smallchurch.media for slash hashtag church to learn all about them. Well, I don't know how else to end this episode besides come back, same time, same place next week for another episode of the Small Church Media Podcast. The Small Church Media Podcast is a part of Mark Hyde Creative.